genre. This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome to Theme Park This, the only podcast that dares ask the question, can a ride subsidized by the oil and gas industry be plussed up by adding a multi-launch to it? My name is Kyle Crane, and I am joined today by Mr. Brian Green. I mean, the only time will tell, you know, that, that ride that totally exists and, you know, isn't getting, you know, cut for budget reasons. Um, yeah, it'll <laughs> never go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Scott Corelli. Um, I'm just going to go with no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing we can do to fix it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> theme Park This is the podcast about creating the theme park of our dreams based on any subject, concept, or IP possible. Each episode includes a park made up of restaurants, mid-tier attractions, and e-ticket rides using nothing but our imaginations. Today, we'll be working together to create a park based on Epcot. And you may say, Epcot already exists. Well, we're going to be re-ima- remaking and reimagining Epcot, similar to how we did Universal Studios in a previous uh, episode. So... Um, this is going to be, I think this is going to be maybe one of our more challenging episodes to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have a uh, beloved park Epcot that nobody ever wants to see changed <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're going to tear it up and rebuild it uh, with modern ideas and concepts available. Um, what, one, one thing I'm, I'm curious about with this one, when you guys were thinking about what you wanted to do with it, did you try to adhere to the the kind of like promise and the the opening ideals of, well, at least the corporate line we were giving uh, on what Epcot was supposed to be? Or did you kind of imagine in your mind like what might be the most uh, thrilling attraction to put in these in these uh, pavilions? For me, I think it's more staying true to the original heart of the attraction while still using that extra, you know, that extra oomph you get from the, you know, the the new technology, I think, because the mm-hmm. important thing, yeah. That's definitely what I was, I, I, I also wanted to, like, do, because, I mean, I don't know, I guess, you know, one of the things you got to talk, you got to, you got to talk about when you talk about this is, like, what do, what do people like about Epcot? <laughs> like, I don't. I still don't really know. Like, I can't really put my finger on what it is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't been to, to Epcot since I was a kid because I, I didn't go to Walt Disney World a lot growing up because my dad, as I explained in the Universal one, much more of a Universal MGM person. Um, so if I went to a univer- or to a Disney park, it was MGM Studios. And um, I, 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 but, you know, I even have a sort of romant internally romanticized version of Epcot in my mind's eye that exists that I I want to uh experience and that's that's part of why I think this this uh, episode is going to be a lot of fun but um I don't know why people like Epcot. I don't know why I like Epcot. I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, it's easy to say like, well, drink around the world. That's why we like Epcot. And it's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. But there's got to be more to it than that, right? Like, why do we, why do people romanticize that early Epcot so much? Um, and and the idea of stepping away from that for this episode feels like a mistake. I feel like that's what we want is like the promise of, what that original Epcot park is and what we kind of wish the park still was. 
uh, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Um, now we're getting into like this weird storytelling thing that they're changing everything to. It's like the power of storytelling. Um, and uh, that's fine. And I'm sure the rides will be good and, and, and fun. And uh, I don't, you know, I'm not hating. By all means, like I'm, I'm as excited as anyone <laughs> to ride Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Uh, but I also understand what people think is, uh, you know, missing from that equation, you know. But um, it doesn't bother me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna do our little, uh, our little um, reimagining of our own here. We're gonna get into uh, the, the 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 basically tearing up and rebuilding of Epcot here. So let's go over. Um, what we're going to do here, we're not going to go with just the strict opening day attractions because we'd be really limiting ourselves there. So, Scott, and we were talking about this earlier. You said you kind of wanted to do it around somewhere around like 1989. Is that what you what, what yeah, you're thinking? Li- like yeah, like 89 or or the like beginning of 90, which is like mm-hmm. basically everything is open. Nothing has closed yet yeah. um, is, is essentially the idea. Nothing's been replaced um it's like all of the opening day attractions are 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 still open i assume outside of like maybe some like live performance stuff or something Mm -hmm. there's probably some stuff that was around opening day that isn't around but not like rides or like proper like grounded attractions um uh so so yeah i i i think that that's like the the perfect era to do this for I would agree. Yeah. So let's go over those tr- attractions we're going to be covering today. Uh, we're going to be tearing down and rebuilding. Uh, number one, Spaceship Earth. Uh, then moving from uh, clockwise, Universe of Energy, mm-hmm. uh, Wonders of Life Pavilion, mm-hmm. Horizons, The World of Motion. I'm sure we'll cover the Odyssey Restaurant. <laughs> this is all in Future World, by the way. Uh, Journey into Imagination, The Land, The Living Seas. And if we move up to World Showcase, we'll be talking about Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Italy, the American Adventure, mm-hmm. Japan, Morocco, France, the United Kingdom, and Canada. Did I miss anything there? I don't think so. Okay. Um, we'll be, we'll be, uh, uh, you mentioned Wonders of Life, right? Did I? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I would say the only, the only thing with the world showcase is we might not be doing those countries specifically. We might be changing up what countries are part of the world showcase to get mm-hmm. a better. A, a less Anglo-centric uh, world showcase. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But do, uh, we want to stick to those numbers, though, the same um, uh, physical locations where those pavilions would be in mm-hmm. World Showcase, correct? Yeah, okay. I think so. That'll work. All right, well, let's start off with, uh, you know, one of the fun things about Epcot is, is you walk in, and as soon as you walk into the front gate, like one of the biggest rides is like right there in front of you, <laughs> Spaceship Earth. Um <laughs> Which uh, at the time I believe was sponsored by AT and T, and it kind of looked like the AT and T logo, uh, which is which is interesting. So, um, yeah, you know, at one point in time there actually was a a plan this uh, this thing they had going at Epcot called Project Gemini, where they were going to kind of redo a bunch of stuff. It, it's kind of led into this fiftieth um, uh, uh, anniversary thing we're going through right now, where they're rebuilding a bunch of stuff. And Spaceship Earth was going to be a ride called Time Racers. Uh, so it looks like at least in the past there has been a plan out there to to redo something. Uh, with Spaceship Earth, but uh, what do you guys think? What 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 what, what this this ride is so iconic in its physical structure. What do you think we should do to it to to reimagine using uh, modern ride technology? Well, if we're doing this, we we should do it big, and we should just change the shape of uh, Spaceship Earth. I think. <laughs> oh wow! The, <laughs> right out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we got to kill our darlings here. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I I almost wonder. Uh, uh, okay, because like this whole thing. 
do we should we start with this or should we should we start with World Showcase instead of ending on World Showcase, which would be like the natural thing to do because we did American Showcase back in April. I feel like we should start with World Showcase, get it out of the way and then move into everything else. Let it grow out of there instead of the reverse, because I think growing out of World Showcase for what I think a a, a reboot of Epcot Center should be. I feel like that's that's where we should start. Okay. Cool. So Brian, I was going to sit with that you... horrible thing I just said earlier. It was, uh-huh. Sit with that the whole <laughs> no, episode. I, 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 yeah, if I had a dunce cap, I would put it on you. Um, <laughs> and uh, you wouldn't be able to take it off until later. Uh, well, let's, let's just keep a bunch of fun shapes in mind while we go through here and maybe <laughs> revisit what Brian had to say. So we're stuck with the eternal question then. If we're going to move up to uh, World Showcase, what are we doing? Are we going left or right? Are we doing Mexico or Canada? <laughs> I think we did Mexico last time, didn't we? Well, well, what I'm what I'm wondering though is like maybe we just talk about it as a whole. Again, we got sure. into the nitty gritty of it with American Showcase and that that April Fool's episode. So maybe we just talk about it as a whole and we figure out, okay, these are the countries we have now. Should we keep it or or jettison it, and what should it be replaced with? That's that's what I'm thinking we do. Okay, um, yeah, I, I would like to start with American Adventure, which I say dump it. <laughs> Um, out. <laughs> just dump it. Get it out of here with its a- a- Ayn Rand quotes on the walls. Like, I just get it the hell out. Um, and also, American Adventure. Guys, you have a Liberty Square at Walt Disney World. You didn't need another one. Um, right. So American Pavilion, I say jettison. My thought process is, if we're going to do World Showcase, then this should be the this is like we we set this as like our entryway to the world showcase and it is like a um uh like like a like an area with like like flags from like every country like every country around the world and it's like a it's like a big sort of like um melting pot mm-hmm. area of like um i'm trying to think of like a word that i'm thinking of but like um almost like the united nations you know yeah. mm-hmm. like a united nations pavilion Maybe okay, that's what it so is. Maybe it's just the United States. The UN. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the UN Pavilion. Okay. UN Pavilion. Yeah. Brought uh, to you by Ted Turner. <laughs> <laughs> he gave them a bunch of money in the 90s. That's all I'm saying. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a tax write off. Uh, okay. So the UN Pavilion, uh, we're seeing a bunch of flags there. Uh, what, 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 um, is there any sort of attraction here, you think, or a restaurant or something like that? Oh, no. What do we think? I feel like this is this is a good place to have sort of a um you know similar to like the American Adventure some sort of like big animatronic heavy show that like maybe maybe goes through the history of America's relationship with other countries. Hmm. Okay, there's a lot of war involved there. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I and I think we should be brutally honest about it. I mean, I sure. I, I I think that that's like it's like yeah. No, we we did bad shit to these countries. And okay. Yeah. Um, so the the, the promise that maybe sort of our, our past our doesn't define us so much as has how we, we move forward and with we, it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 all about how we sh- we as a country should constantly look back and cringe at the things we did when we were younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, America. Moving forward. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Good. <laughs> That's good. 
uh, yeah, that would be great to kind of take a look at the um, uh, kind of the the, the changing uh, diverse face of America throughout the years too. kind of like as a country of immigrants, how we've grown, like uh, who the who the um, given the dynamics of everybody in this country, like what the average American actually does look like, what your idea of what it might look like and what it actually really does statistically look like, you know, yeah, like this is uh, this is who we are right now. Yeah. Yeah. And and like all things at Epcot, like every like every ride in that early Epcot stuff, um, we end on a scene about like the future where we're in like some kind of Star Trek utopia where we like every country lives together in harmony and can be themselves, but also be part of this grander whole of like lifting up the whole planet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. That that really speaks to the uh, the entire dream of Epcot. So mm-hmm. great. Okay, so the UN Pavilion. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So yeah. where to next? Or do we want to say which ones we want to tear up and, and replace? Yeah, let's look at that. So what what do we what do we have again? Let's go through those okay. again. So we've got Mexico. Mexico. Um Norway. Norway, China. dump it. Norway's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dump Norway. Dump Norway. Norway. Drawing a line through it. Okay. Yeah. Norway is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh then we have China, which we've got to keep. Yeah, solid. Um major world power here. Uh yep. Germany. Uh, which um, we're very U- European centric. We this. are, yeah, yeah. Because there's like there's like Italy, France, Germany, and UK. Uh, in in the UK, God, yeah. that's like half of, over half the countries are European countries. It's yeah, like, it's really not world showcase; it's European showcase. <laughs> so, which one of those do you Featuring feel China and Japan? <laughs> <laughs> which one of those do you feel really is the uh, that the the most symbolic of Europe. Oh, that's a good question. My, I mean, my mind immediately goes to France, same. but but I I I would prefer Italy because it has better food. I don't know, and also I'm Italian. That might just be my own. <laughs> hey, personal. there's a bias here. Yeah, that <laughs> might be a bias. My own personal bias. I, I think like- I think France. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say the UK because you because uh, Disney has so many properties that take place in the UK. Mm-hmm. That's just my that was my thought there. But yeah, okay. France that I think is a good too. choice as well. Let's. Well, how about this? How about we 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 put a pin in Europe? Okay, and we we cut all of our European countries, and then we go through all the rest, and we figure out how many slots we have, and try to fill them. And if we have one left over. Then we'll give it to a European country, and uh, and then we'll figure out what European country fits based on the other countries that we already have. Rather yeah, than okay. starting with the white country, let's start with all <laughs> the other countries, and then figure out what what hole needs to be filled. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so okay, moving forward after that, then our next country would be Japan, which I mean, keep. I yeah, I think. definitely keep. I think I think the change with Japan is that we modernize it instead right. of mm-hmm. it being. Um, like feudal Japan or right. like borderline feudal Japan, we we upgrade it and we say like what what is Japan known for? Well, it's like maybe we even have maybe we even replace Japan. I don't know where Japan is in location to like the rest of the park versus World Showcase, mm-hmm. but like maybe we connect it in a way where it's like back to back with Future, Future World. World. So, no, you, that's a good so idea. you can you can go where well, you can cross through Japan straight into Future World. Oh, that's cool. If idea. you wanted to. I, yeah. I say move that and put it in uh, put it in where Canada is. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're moving that to Canada. Okay. Japan. <laughs> moving Japan to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I That'll would love that, for sure. Japan to be in Canada. 
<laughs> It'd be a lot easier right, so to go to Disney Sea. Yes, it would. It would, yeah. Uh, next on our list is going to be Morocco, which I think you got to keep. Um, and maybe- well, is what what's what is uh, okay? So like Morocco is it's like North is, African. Yeah, North African. Is mm-hmm. there another city or another? Or I mean, another country in North Africa that would be like a better modern version of because like morocco at the time it was romanticized because of like Mm -hmm. 1940s movies because like casablanca and things like that so like if you were doing a modern equivalent is morocco the best choice or are we just choosing it because it's been romanticized by hollywood you know yeah it's um i I would think if if you're trying to find somewhere that's a little bit more the center of the middle eastern world it's good you got to be like abu dhabi or dubai or something yeah Mm -hmm. right Yeah. yeah That's kind of what I think. I definitely think India should be, should oh, yeah. like separately. I think India should be a country in here. Um, yeah, is this like, like a yeah, where where? Hmm. Dubai, Dubai is part of what country? I'm so sorry. I'm the United uh, Arab Emirates, mm-hmm. the UAE. Oh, so it'd be okay. like Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm really bad at geography. Everyone, um, uh, heads up. I like past geography by like the skin of my teeth <laughs> um okay so so yeah i think yeah i think something like that that area i think is 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 a good idea like a dubai okay so like a uae pavilion okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think that's good all right uh so then after that if we're going to pass over both france and the united kingdom that leaves us with canada Mm, no, we should cut Canada. Uh, I like Canada, but I I believe yeah, it's a little bit too um too close to some other stuff we got here. Um, okay, so Scott, you said India. Any other countries that uh, did we talk about Mexico? In here? Are we keep Mexico. Yeah, I think we keep Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Mexico's good. I think we keep Mexico, and I'd be up for adding Brazil too. Oh, uh, which is. Which is a you know major uh, country that we don't see represented yeah. enough here in the United States. Get some South America in here. That's was there yeah. supposed there was supposed to be a Brazil? Uh, it has been at some so point. <laughs> funny you mentioned that. Uh, it has apparently leaked a few times that it was going in right before a D twenty three, and then nothing appeared. And there's been a lot to back it up. Like there has been pictures of Disney chefs like traveling through Brazil and like hashtagging their Instagram posts, like yeah, World Showcase and stuff like that. So uh, wow. the rumor is, is that Brazil. <laughs> Has Brazil, uh, Russia, and Israel were all places? That, oh, Russia! By the way, we should probably throw in here as well. Uh, I believe. Yeah, R- Russia. I do. I do think makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and it's especially for like the message of what we're trying to mm-hmm. do here, um, in terms of like, you know, the UN pavilion and and that that story. I do think Russia should definitely be in here. Um, Let's see what else. So Japan, China, Russia. What does our China pavilion look like? How do we modernize that? Because like the thing that I like about is it what what who who has the circle vision? It's Canada and France. China. Oh, and China. Yeah. yeah so so do, is China. What 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 does China's pavilion look like? Is it? So it's the it's the Temple of Heaven, I believe, and then you go in and there's like a little market uh, behind it, and then I think there's like a Nine Dragons restaurant or something like that. It's really um, scant considering what it could be, 
uh, it's a, it's a very nice, very pretty pavilion, and they have this great um, like a gymnastics show that comes out, like a circus show, uh, which is I always try to watch whenever I go through. It's it's a, it's a lot of fun. But other than that, no ride. Uh, other than the giant shop they have, um, and there's no like a deluxe level restaurant either, which it's dying to have something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do really like the look of it. I mean, it it definitely isn't, um, you know, modern necessarily. I, I'm just wondering if there's something we can do to like have the culture, but also, um, you know, keep the the sort of historical element that it has, mm-hmm. um, without making it feel like we're, um. I don't know. So maybe maybe around back or, or uh, we're clear, clearing out some land. We put like Little Shanghai or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, which uh, is a very modern city now uh, to maybe show like, hey, you know, China is not just what you picture in your mind as, you know, yeah. a bunch of people doing chai, tai chi or something like that together. It's also a very modernized mm. shopping district and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Okay. That's a good idea. Um, we didn't mention this earlier, but I know off mic we were talking about it. Definitely making an honest man out of Danny Kay, uh, and I'm assuming we all think we should stick an Africa Pavilion in here somewhere too, right? As well, right? Um, is Africa the right move, or is uh, choosing a specific country the right move? Right, that's what hmm. I was thinking. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, what's the most? What's what's uh, what's uh, let's see, African country. Uh, with highest population, it's probably Johannesburg, right, or in South Africa. Population. Let's see. Uh, Nigeria. Oh, Nigeria. Okay. Yeah. Um. There's also let's see. Nigeria is almost twice as much as any other country. Wow. Uh. In in Africa, the next closest Nigeria is 206 million. Uh. Next closest is Ethiopia with 115 million. So. Quite a bit more. Ethiopia and Egypt are pretty close. Egypt with 102. Um, but yeah, I feel like Nigeria. I've 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 definitely heard of like Niger- Nigerian um, cuisine and things like mm-hmm. that. So I feel like that makes sense. I think you could also put some Ethiopian and and Egyptian stuff in like in and around the area so that it's not, um, you know, because you don't. Because that's that's the thing. It's like you 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 were doing a China pavilion, which is a continent. Um, and now I'm wondering, do we do countries or do we do continents? And just if we did continents, that would leave us with just seven pavilions, right? The mm-hmm. Seven continents. Is that what how it many is? pavilions do we have currently? Oh, geez, we got one. No, I two, mean, in ge- like like literally, like oh, uh, like in World Showcase, how many? One, two, three, are there? four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, right now. So we could just cut the back and make them very large, you know? That's, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Uh, yeah, I, I that was my initial thought. Honestly, was we switched to continents instead of countries. Yeah, that way no one feels left out. Yeah. Um. The only thing is, what do we do with Antarctica? <laughs> Penguin exhibit. Uh, just. Penguin exhibit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we just skip Antarctica, I guess, because then, then that leaves well, us with six continents, right? There's seven. Am I remembering that part of China? Okay, North America, yes. South America, Africa, Europe, Asia, Australia, Antarctica. Right. Oh, yeah. man, Australia. Oh, Australian Africa pavilion continent. would be cool. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. I do like that. Um, 
yeah, oh man, and you do you do you put Australia on the opposite side of the UN pavilion so you can look across the water and see like the Sydney Opera House. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, just That'd like be a neat. cool cool vision. Uh huh. Yeah, I think I think we switch to continents and we just make everything bigger. Okay, um, mm-hmm. and we just have like Australia be like the smallest one, you know, because it's like <laughs> it's just an outback steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, 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 because you have you have like two like major cultures in Australia, right? You have, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, you have uh, uh sort of like the white Aboriginal Anglo mm-hmm. Aust- Australians, yeah. and then you have like the natives. Um, which is, uh, what is that culture called? Um, the Aboriginals. Yeah. Aboriginals. So, so yeah. So like that, that's the two things that you kind of focus on there, um, in terms of, uh, culture. And I think, I, I don't think that that needs like a huge pavilion, not like Europe would need just because of the sheer amount of countries in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have like Asia, Asia is interesting because then yeah. it's like you have China, Russia and Japan, in like in one Korea. area, yeah, India. Um, mm-hmm. That's really. It would strange. just have to be a huge portion of the entire yeah. thing, and maybe like a Eurasian draw, you know, like kind of where Europe and Asia kind of collide there, the uh, you know, Kazakhi yeah. mountains and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's. I think that's right. I think you just do like you have Asia just be massive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the right way to go for sure. Okay. Yeah. And then Antarctica, I could see it just being like a very cold, like <laughs> like circle vision you go and watch. And it's basically like, hey, this entire place is melting. So here's a drone footage of it. Oh, and you yeah, that's good. It. It's like, a, yeah, yeah. It's like a um, uh, like a green. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I think that's good. I think that's a really good idea. It's like okay. global warming. It's about mm-hmm. global that's, warming and stuff. Yeah. That's a great idea. <laughs> um, yeah. No, you walk in. There, There's a break between each show. Uh, because they they bring the room temperature down really really low, and then you go in, and then over the course of the video, they're bur- they're just busting heaters in, and it's just like getting hotter and hotter. So by the time you get to the end of the show, you're like sweating. And there's no escape. Oh no, Scott! Epcot is a hot enough park as it is. <laughs> I'm making it hotter, baby. No. And then they're constantly talking about the uh, the underwriters of the Universe of Energy Pavilion the whole time. <laughs> it's getting hotter. It's like, you might be enjoying this. Well, we'd like to thank those dinosaurs over in Universe of Energy for, for giving us this. Um, okay. Yeah. I think that sounds good. Seven continents. Do we want to go through them real quick and kind of throw out some uh, some high points of maybe each one? or? Well, so South, South America, mm-hmm. you have Brazil, obviously. Um, I feel like Colombia, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, it could be cool to have like a little little Machu Picchu in the Peru yeah. portion. Oh, that'd be oh, yeah, great. Peru, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Um, Africa is obviously Nigeria, Ethiopia, Egypt, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have, yeah, maybe you have um, uh, Asia and then South Asia. So then mm-hmm. you can like focus more on like Pakistan and India, like as a separate sort of area of, that's a good of idea. Asia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then you go, you transition from Europe into Russia and then Russia into China. Um, and the other, like, uh, uh, yeah, China, Japan, Hong Kong, that sort of area. Um, I feel like that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. (laughs) So we've done the world showcase. Yeah, I guess so. 
Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. I think we actually came up with a better idea than what they have right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's start counterclockwise here again. Um, hope we've all thought about shapes for the last like five or 10 minutes. Uh, so we can go back and retheme Spaceship Earth. So. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of a big twenty like twenty side die you know dodecahedron is that yeah Uh (laughs) just kidding the sun would hit that and uh, hit one of the panels and you would burn to death (laughs) (laughs) no so what I I'm what I'm actually thinking is we turn we take the the Epcot design and we merge it with the um the sort of like big planet design from the world's fair oh yeah 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 yeah. like yeah the big like globe um globe design uh globe like statue thing Hmm. Uh um i don't know what as seen in the film men in black Uh unisphere (laughs) that's what it's called unisphere okay i think yeah um yeah i think we do something like that with the with like the uh with the like spirals or not uh-huh. spirals? What do you? Yeah, I forget what those things are called. Like the, the orbits. Like, yeah, like the DNA <laughs> things. I don't know. Um, but yeah, because like the whole idea of this, right, is that it's supposed to be a, um, it, it's it's the world's fair, right? As mm-hmm. like mm. a whole an entire park, a, a constant, you know, park. So like, yeah, I think we lean into it and we make this. Um, uh, we turn like the Epcot, like Spaceship Earth, into like that, but we 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 merge them so like it is enclosed so that you mm-hmm. can put a ride in there. It's not like open like at the World's Fair, but mm-hmm. that's the idea of it. It's just like, look, we're all in this together. See, I think Universal um, Studios would have something to say about it, but you know what? Screw them. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do? Sue Disney? What, Come on! What, what, what did they invent? Earth? <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> I'd lo- uh, I would love that judge to just be like, uh, "I'm sorry, Universal, you did not you did not invent the planet Earth." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, what what about the ride itself? Are we going to do anything on the inside, or is it just going to be a giant um, uh, shell? I think we do a ride. What, Absol- okay, so, we absolutely so, so, need a ride. Yeah. So okay. Spaceship Earth. The what is the what is the philosophy of Spaceship Earth? Communication. Like, communication. Uh, communication. Yeah. yeah. It starts off cavemen drawing on a wall and then goes all the way to the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do we take the concept of communication and, and this international sense of communication and turn this into a modern thing? Because, I mean, when I think about communication right now, it makes me think of, like, you know, I mean, I literally have a communications degree. This shouldn't be this hard. Um <laughs> I I'm just kidding. Communications degree is worthless. Uh, I, <laughs> um, I, it's, uh, it's one I, step above the theater degree that I have. Uh, so <laughs> uh, it's slightly more practical. Um, but uh, yeah, because like when I think about like you know things that I learned like when I was when I was uh, learning about communications, like the 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 biggest thing is like the ways in which like. The world is expanding because it's also shrinking because of communication, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like how it's like easier to communicate with people in other countries than it ever has been before. You know, it doesn't take three months to like travel by boat to like <laughs> express something to someone right. in another country. <laughs> um, and 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 so like I feel I feel like there's there's got to be something there about 
communication and the future of communication. What's the last show scene in Spaceship Earth? You have the um, at the top of the dome. You have like the starry sky, and then that's when the the it turns around, and then you go backward down, and they show the little thing on the screen. There's not much else after the the sky. Yeah, oh. it it allows you to to pick like what your ideal future would be, and it's the the theme is kind of fluid at this point. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and it shows you a little video with your face superimposed on it. But uh, yeah, right before you go up through um uh, through through space i think it's actually like a guy in a garage it's supposed to be steve jobs like inventing a computer okay that's right okay yeah yeah so hmm spaceship earth god that really doesn't scream communication does it no Um, it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) never whenever somebody was like yeah it's called spaceship earth wow cool it's about like do you fly earth through space like room like no it's about the invention of paper <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> very strange uh, thank the press it's amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know this one's tricky um is this like a um you know do we make this a little wilder by like adding like an element of like time travel or something to it Oh, sure. that's cool. Okay. Like as a as an actual narrative, instead of just making it an elevated museum exhibit, like we add like a story component to it. Okay. Um, so you're going you're going back in time. Um maybe they are you're being converted into like an electrical signal to go back in time. That's how they're sending you back in time. Okay. I don't know. Like or Maybe an audio wave, or I don't know. I feel like there's like some like dumb science bullshit they can they can BS and <laughs> come up with that. Is yeah. it is it about like is it about like the ramifications of communication through time by like you're like trying to send something to the past, like a communication to the past, and in doing so, you're like learning about communication and how it's changed the world mm. through time. Sure. Yeah, you that'll work. Like I mean, because through it, it sounds like a Magic School Bus episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's all it's it's Epcot. Brian. That's what it's Epcot is. Like a Magic School <laughs> <Yeah>. Bus episode. <laughs> how about it starts off with two people getting mad at each other on Facebook, and it's like, how do we have this breakdown of communication? How can we get back to it? And it's like, well, before everything was just like people screaming at each other with caps on. You know, we were painting on cave walls, and maybe. Uh, the theme of the ride is having patience <laughs> with each other. <laughs> Someone just rage posting about Trump on a cave wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that there's there's room, like, maybe you start in a place of, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it could, it, there, there definitely could be an angle about how we use communication now and how it can be sort of, like, faceless mm-hmm. and... Um, how, you know, you could have like multiple personas online and like do different, th- I don't know. It does feel like online communication would be a p- big part of it, but then that's not really a ride. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tricky. What if it's um, the, um, we could put in a portion about the, the importance of the postal service <laughs> of getting uh, yeah. communications <laughs> to each other and how that, I don't know, that is, the ride does skip over that whole thing. Um, Yeah. Be sponsored by the United States Postal Service. <laughs> ah, the hell with it. It's Wreck It Ralph. Let's move on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but is our conceit here that that maybe this ride technology is, um, uh, or the ride itself is, maybe for what they're trying to do, as good as it, as it can get? Yeah, okay. definitely. I is it is it like a maybe it's an internal like an in, in interior roller coaster, but it's 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 a you know it's like a multi launch thing, um, but it's you know kind of like how. Um, you know, Space Mountain is like really fun and it's and it is certainly thrilling, but it's not like it's not like so thrilling that you're like, wow, what a scary roller coaster. You know, like it's it's pretty tame in, as far as roller coasters go. It doesn't go mm-hmm. upside down or anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's uh, it's something a little like low key in terms of a uh, in terms of roller coasters, but it's. You're getting like cool your show scenes where you're sort of like slowing down to like see a uh, 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 a show scene. Maybe that's like the time travel. Maybe you're traveling yeah. through time and like the show the you slow down for the show scenes as you're like appearing in different time periods and learning about communication. Yeah, I think um, I, yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe a a. Similar to what they're doing with Guardians of the Galaxy, some like one of like the turn with the turning cha- uh, chairs, so they can point you in the direction mm. you're looking at. Uh, you, they want yeah. you to look. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I can see now why Epcot is so difficult. Um, we had similar issues when we were trying to do Tomorrowland because it is it is the problem. Mm. Though I did think about I did think about Tomorrowland the other day. I, 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 we were watching. It was one of those behind the 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 behind the ride thing, mm-hmm. behind the attraction things, um, and uh, uh, I was thinking about Tomorrowland. I was like, oh, you know what we just need is like we're always it's always about like the future, but instead of like instead of like being really the future, it should be like some sort of ideal future, like a utopia kind of idea Mm -hmm. and like that's what tomorrowland should be where it's like it's this unreachable thing like Mm -hmm. we will never be a utopia like it's just not in in any in any of our lifetimes any of our children's or grandchildren's lifetimes we will never be a utopia so that should probably be what tomorrowland is Mm -hmm. um and like maybe that's uh kind of what this is about is like you know like one of those you know like one of those like um uh, those things that you always see about like in the future, like I'm trying to think of like an example. I've seen this in like other movies and things where somebody is like, you mean people used to like argue? And they're like, yeah, that's <laughs> that many years ago. People did used to argue on the internet. And like, you know, like that, that's sort of like school setting of like the kids just being like the, the past sounds kooky, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> and then we, we sort of like go into, go into it that way. That's um, great instead idea. of it being like, uh, a more dry look at it. We make it a little more fun. That that's a, yeah. I love that. Um, I love this idea that yeah. I love the idea of just taking us to a of that area that of that time that we'll never reach because that it 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 completely solves that problem that they've been having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So there we go. Okay. You want to move on to Universe of Energy? Sure. Um, okay. This has to be clean energy now, right? Like, that's, oh yeah, that's the whole deal with this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like we tell we told fossil fuels to go screw, yeah, and uh, 
and we focus entirely on clean energy in this in this here's here's the thing elon if you're good for your word you're going to be able to develop that battery that doesn't degrade we're going to run this entire thing on solar energy yes Mm -hmm. the entire park not just the entire park yeah yeah the entire Uh, park (laughs) um yeah no we get we get tesla as a sponsorship you know Mm -hmm. uh and and this this is like universe of energy sponsored by tesla and um is this is Universe of Energy where? Where is the um uh the motion ride? Uh, what is that? World of uh, Motion, motion? Uh, yeah, which World is now motion. Test Track. Yeah, that's a few oh. over. That's closer to uh, World Showcase. That was Test Track. Okay, so that yeah. should be run by Tesla. Okay, so yes, this, yeah, this is definitely well, just like clean energy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know any clean en- energy companies, but that's absolutely what this should be. And with the the um. The ride, the the Ellen's Energy Adventure, or whatever the hell. Um, yeah. What was it at this time? What was it called? Uh, it was Ellen's Energy Adventure. Yeah. At this time? Oh you no, know, it was Universe yeah. of Energy. Now. I'm oh, sorry. Universe yeah. of Energy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Universe of Energy, I feel like is about how, like, the history of like where energy used to come from, how bad it was for the environment, and how mm-hmm. we're trying to get to a point where in the future all of our energy is coming from clean sources and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a no brainer of like a ride. Um, yeah. We take Ellen out of it. Uh, <laughs> replace her with Portia de Rossi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Who, who, who should lead this? Um, do we need a leader or is there like a, is there like a, a, a famous like clean energy person we should be using for this? Um, is it I mean, uh, you, Neil deGrasse Tyson? I'd, no. <laughs> How about no, Patrick Stewart? Not. Is just the guy. Patrick I mean, Stewart. he represents the you know uh, <laughs> the f- bright future of Star Trek. You know, that's true. That's when 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 I think of bright future, that's the that's yeah. the guy I go to. He's got a very calming voice and everything too. So that's true. Um, but we would have to keep the dinosaurs in it, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. yeah. Because, like, you know, you start with, like, this is what we did. We just, like, mined dead dinosaurs for fuel. That's like, mm-hmm. like doesn't that sound insane? It's because it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it might be cool, too, to, to represent all the other uh, forms of energy that were, you know, kind of crushed throughout the years, like ethanol and stuff like that. That yeah. was, you know, a step up. Like, hey, had we switched over to that 50 years ago, we wouldn't be in the situation we are now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then in the seventies, <laughs> this person uh, invented a way to run cars on water, and they were murdered for it um, <laughs> by the gas companies. We gave them too much power. Um, oh, and the gas companies are represented as dinosaurs. Oh, in the ride. oh that's there good. we go. And then you throw yeah. in the one dinosaur that has the Dynaco logo on the side of it. Just your guy <laughs> yeah. pee. Yeah. You know, speaking of things Universal would have a problem with, I say we just we just have the host of this ride be uh, uh, Mr. DNA. Because <laughs> 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 that's what we all want, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe all of this is, is it, all of it. Every ride is hosted by Miss Minutes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I, I want a TVA retheme of the contemporaries so bad. That would be so much fun. <laughs> that would be good. Too bad they just rethemed it. Um, I know. <laughs> All right. Anything else on Universe of Energy? 
What kind of ride is it? Is it the same ride system or do we change the rights? Do we change? I it? think you change it only because that was one of the slow. Like, I, I think I heard from someone that the highest death rate of any ride was on Universe of Energy because it was the hardest to get into if someone had a heart attack on it or something like that. And it ended up that a lot of people would actually pass away on the ride or something about the way that the ride works is it has to be completely reset anytime some, there's like an incident on it or something like that. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. Get rid of that. Um, uh, also, I mean, I don't know how much you remember last time you went, Scott, but this was, um, I wrote this like in his last year before it closed and it's a huge theater thing. There's like what a hundred people, Brian, is, is, is that how many? It, it's, got in oh, it's more time? than that. It's, it's huge. Yeah. Cause you have, it, what, it's like, it's like 12 of the, like 12 of those like vehicles. Yeah. And, and they fit tons. There's like, you're on the row with like several other families and mm-hmm. stuff. So it, uh, it could be done, especially with that show building could be, could move a lot more, uh, more people through there per hour, I think, if you switched it over to like an omni mover type thing, like closer to Haunted Mansion or something. Uh, not, of course, not that exact same layout, but um, but something like it. Yeah. No, I think that's a good idea. Um, yeah. It's interesting because I do think that a lot of what we would want to do with Epcot would involve like if we want to give it a narrative, it would be like a time travel narrative <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, you're like going through the history of like energy consumption in Amer- in, in, in the world um, mm-hmm. and uh, figuring out the, the different ways that we did that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think an Omni Mover is probably the best use of this. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, I think that's good. By the way, okay. this had uh, eighty riders per vehicle, five hundred per show. Jesus, yeah, good God, that which you think would be like big numbers, but the show took like twenty minutes to get through or something. Forty-five. Right? <laughs> Forty. Jesus, forty-five. Wow. Yeah, it's a great I, ride to I'm, sleep. I'm on. curious how many how many audiences they can get through at a time. Like how many is, are going through the whole thing all at once. I'm not finding that information, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's so the, so the wait for this ride is consistently 45 minutes minimum. Not, well, it, it, I guess it depends on how many, cause I want to say it was like three shows could be happening at the same time. Cause oh, you got the, okay. yeah, the beginning theater, the dinosaur section, the ending theater. And I think mm-hmm. each one of those was like 15 minutes. Okay. So this is like a carousel of progress, but like yeah. on a massive scale. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, it was, it, there was, there was a lot to like about the ride. I think it had a really catchy song to it, but ultimately when you, when you Thank step you back first. and you kind of look at like, you know, <laughs> sorry, yeah. there's a part where, where Bill Nye, t- somebody asks, uh, Ellen asked him about global warming, and he goes, well, that's an interesting, or that's a controversial topic. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we won't have to worry about that for a long time, <laughs> yeah. said, I think is the words he uses. <laughs> At least six months. <laughs> hasn't, he, hasn't he come out and said that that's like one of the biggest regrets of his entire career? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's, oh, so bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I mean I think we totally change up like how we're doing this. I think I think the Omni Mover makes a lot more sense. I I just don't think that there's without a like special element, a special like new element, I don't think the Carousel of Progress concept really works for mo- modern audiences. I just don't think yeah. it's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people aren't going to want to sit for that long and just, you know, not be on their phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You said it was a good sleeping ride. And apparently like it was. Yeah. I mean, people, people, this was like nap time. Yes. 
the the big reason yeah. I went on that every time it was like I need a nap, but I need to see some robots at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be woken up in the middle of that nap by a screaming Tyrannosaurus Rex. So can we make that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Ellen DeGeneres on Jeopardy. <laughs> God. Those Jeopardy segments were well done, though. I did like those. Ellen Cleghorn was on this ride. The only representation of Ellen Cleghorn in any park ever. So. <laughs> um, all right, what's next? The Wonders of Life Pavilion, which I think, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys ever went into this. I only did like a couple of times, but it was really into uh, keeping yourself healthy, like exercising and eating right. And then they had this weird like reproduction thing. But I think today... Uh, it's very important to stress to people the um, the miracles we really have in modern medical technology. Yes, and please. that vaccines are completely safe, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, maybe we could work that kind of stuff into into uh, a ride. Now, not, obviously, not a pavilion based simply around vaccines, but that like there's medical surgeries that you can do out there that we didn't have at the time Epcot was built that are just like light years ahead of what we had uh, when when this pavilion I, I think, was put there. So okay, go ahead, Brian. I think that message goes in body wars. Yes, that's what I, exactly what I okay. was going to say. I was going to say you use body wars um, and you you change it so that um, you are presenting the concept of a vaccine as like this militaristic like hoorah like kind of way <laughs> to get everybody on board of like, yeah, vaccines, America, uh-huh. you know, like and that's that's what you do. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. 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 You just turn it into like military heroes that's what that's what a vaccine is you are the vaccine you are the vaccine (laughs) yeah you're gonna kick this virus's ass uh so you were asking uh you weren't sure if uh, we'd ever been in this uh wonders of life pavilion was my favorite because it had really it had body wars and it had uh at cranium command those were my two favorite things at epcot uh cranium command i think it just becomes inside out right you don't like you can't Mm. I feel like you can't do an un- a non IP version of that. Yeah. Now that Inside Out exists, that's that's total. But I think that's legit. I think that's yeah. a really that's a really cool way of like because now we know so much more about the way that people interact with their emotions and things right. that like you could really do something um, meaningful with this. Mm-hmm. Especially you make this the sequel, the Inside Out sequel that we're always talking about, where where uh, where she's. Um, what is the character's name? It starts with an R. Riley. Riley. Where Riley is like a teenager. Oh, or you could even combine this. You make it bigger and you combine it with the Martin, the creepy Martin short, uh, reproductive thing. You just like, you, you get rid of like the reproduction element because like that does not, that does not need to be in a Disney park. Um, you leave that to parents, let them deal with it. Uh, but like. The idea of like the feelings that you get and like those things can all be merged into this new inside out cranium command thing. Mm, Um, Because there is that section of that Martin Short thing where he was like, my parents, they were kids and then they were like teenagers and then they like felt funny stuff in their nether regions and then they (laughs) had me, you know, and like, you, you know, like you had all of that part, all of that stuff. But like if you if you strip out. The, the sort of like gross reproductive part of that and just like deal with like the feeling stuff. I think there's some interesting stuff that you could do if you mix that with the cranium command section. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I mean, uh, mental health is health. And if this is right. the health pavilion, it, it all ties into each other. Right. Yeah. Okay. You could do you could do things about like the autism spectrum. You could do mm-hmm. like there's all tons of 
stuff about like mental health and 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 re- things related to mental health that you could cover in this just how people different types of people deal with their emotions and you can like deal with all of that in this ride in like i think a really like interesting way yeah yeah i anyway. love it wonders uh, of life. anything else on uh, the wonders of life pavilion no we nailed okay. it okay Swish. Let's move <laughs> on to Horizons. So this is a weird one. Uh-huh. Because Horizons, probably at the time when, when I first went to the parks, was my absolute favorite ride. I, I yeah. loved it. Um, but how does it fit in with everything? I mean, like, it's it's ill-defined, I think, in this kind of what we're looking at here more than anything else. Like, world of motion, okay, the uh, transportation cars, universe of energy, energy, okay. Horizons just kind of the future, so, yeah, well, I mean, the, the idea of it, right, is like kind of what we're talking about with the whole park, which mm-hmm. is the idea of like this of of reaching for something that is just out of reach. But the point of it is that you're reaching for it and yeah. like always keep reaching. Like that's the whole philosophy behind the ride. And like if we do, if we always keep reaching and we keep reaching for those things that are out of reach, but we keep trying, these are the things that could happen to society as a result. Um, and I think that's a beautiful message. Mm-hmm. And I think that that doesn't stop with us. We can make it less silly. Even, I mean, I like the silly. Don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> Horizons. Um, but, you know, we could go, we could think larger than like, do you go to uh, space home, underwater home, or, you know, desert home? Yeah. Uh, you know, we could, we could think beyond just those things, those aspects of it. Um, but I think that the theme of it, of like, you know, never, never society should never stop reaching for the horizon, Mm -hmm. I think is uh, a really cool message that we could definitely expand upon and modernize with our sort of like utopian look at what the future could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would like for it to kind of touch on like, not just like the near future of like, could we eliminate wars and fix like hunger and stuff? It's like, how do we get off this world? You know, like maybe even put it the mind of like, thousands of years in the future like how do we get humanity uh, as uh, you know like off of just the planet earth into other planets and deep space exploration and stuff like that and that could be one of the endings you choose you know but um far off horizons yeah okay um so what is what is the what is the ride then is is the ride is this is horizons our like rise of the resistance like multi-part ride system in terms of like what oh okay what if it is again so we've been we've been teeing teasing time travel through this whole thing but what if instead of time travel to the past and this this is about the future and it's like it's like it's about somebody trying to make some sort of choice of like okay we could do this. We could do this. We could do this. And this person is like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do any of those things. Or like, it's like some kid being like, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? And then somebody is like, well, if you made this decision, let's go into the future and see what that would look like, you know? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like the different versions, the different horizons that we reach for yeah. are those, you know, the ramifications of each of those like choices that are at like the, the bridge of the ride, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're sort of like branching off into like different possibilities, right? Okay, like, well, you know we could go and we could do, like if we if we focused as a society on t- on 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 um, on uh, space travel, like this is what you know the future of that could look like. 
if we worked on, you know, improving our planet and, and making this the place that we're going to live and like really like trying to improve. This is what the future of that could look like. And, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of thing. Uh, so is this a uh, is this like branching as in like you like your your track and your your where you go changes so you see different show scenes or is it all going to be screen based? Because I think it would be um, cool to have like actual different paths that you go down. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. why not? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're not, we don't actually have to build it. Um, so cool. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think I think one is like, okay, so like maybe the question then is like, what do we do about all this global warming? Um, And and the the answer to that is like, okay, well, we could focus on space travel um, and like get off the planet in the future, maybe terraform another planet. We could see what that would look like. Mm -hmm. And then it's like or, you know, we could really just like double down and be like, this is my planet, we're going to fix this and then do that. And then, you know, the exit through hell version is like, or we could do nothing. And this is what that would look like. (laughs) And it's like, oh God, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare hellscape. (laughs) I think that's great though, because it it gets kids kind of thinking about the complexity of the situation. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, there's the environment. There's also nuclear proliferation. You know, there's also hunger crisis and all this other stuff too. It's like, you know, um, yeah. yeah. I think that could be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is that does that work for Horizons? Is that I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I think it's probably a better fit than the actual <laughs> theme they had originally going in, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, and and I think that you know, ultimately um it's still going to be as silly as it always was. Like when we go to like the terraform planet, we're going to see like a family like talking to each other on like, you know, on their FaceTime or whatever. And like the whole, like what is horizons? You know what you, you expect from horizons. You get all of that like fun future stuff, but you add this element of uh, utopia that will never reach in anyone's lifetime sort of Mm -hmm. um, concept. Cool. I don't know. Epcot. Horizons. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one on our roundabout would be the world of motion, uh, which Tesla. we had earlier yeah. talked about doing Tesla. Yeah. Can we have this one? Can we have like different models of Teslas and just kind of like get over the people get over their fears real quickly of like not every electric car has to be a little dinky looking, you know, like nerd Poindexter car. Like you could have a muscle car with an electric engine in it yeah. know, or a truck mm-hmm. or something. Cyber trucks. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cyber trucks trucks are not cool. Um. (laughs) How about this? Uh, How about we are we're doing something similar to test track, but it's a trackless vehicle. It's a trackless Mm, car. Um, So because Tesla pretty much has you know autonomous cars figured out already. So Mm. I I think that's the way to go with that. Yeah. Test trackless. Gotcha. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, I think that's good. I think. but I do really like, you know, World of Motion is, for whatever reason, like, I know everybody, you know, goes crazy for Horizons, and I do too. I love Horizons. But I don't know that I got, I feel like I did ride World of Motion when I was there in, like, 89, 90. But, like, I barely remember it. You can't really find any good videos of it. I mean, it is just, like, missing. And it, it, bumps, it was it was like kind of the Pirates of the Caribbean of the park, right? In a lot of ways, 
it was it was also ran you know it was like i guess it was kind of like pirates of the caribbean it was filled with animatronics but it was still even though it was it was pretty clear in what it was trying to tell you you still kind of came out of it kind of like well what was that about you know like Mm. yeah it was cars but there was like these big show scenes and stuff that like nothing was really moving in it you know um it it really brian do you have any fond memories of it at all because i have no memories of going on horizons or world of motion I oh. I know I, I'm sure I did. I'm like 100% certain I did. But though that yeah, that that first trip I took to uh to Orlando was very fuzzy cuz I was I was pretty young. Yeah. Gotcha. I just have that traumatizing um, memory of Beetlejuice getting in my face when I had a migraine. <laughs> right. I have a traumatizing memory of riding Body Wars and thinking that it was really happening and somehow getting out of my seat and running around the cabin telling screaming, get me out of here. That's um, a nightmare. <laughs> I was I was like I was like four or five years old. Uh and uh, apparently whatever whatever teenager was working did not check my seatbelt well enough. Um but uh yeah, definitely ruined that ride for everybody. Uh oh, anyway. No. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, people that were riding the ride with me in 89. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> your second ride through without me. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, World of Motion, I, I do think, I think that's not a bad idea, the 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 ride vehicle. But, like, I do mm-hmm. really like, you know, sort of looking into the kinds of things that we're capable of as society, like, making this these, like, um vehicles because like Mm -hmm. starting with the horses and everything i think that's really good moving from horses to horsepower but then like getting into rockets and um maybe like uh um stepping away from fossil fuels and going into like electric cars and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. then moving from there of like well what's possible beyond that is an electric spaceship possible can we do you know and like looking looking to the future in that way in terms of like what could we if we keep going down this road, like where where does it lead? You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe something in it too about mass transportation that it's okay to take a bus or yeah. a monorail yeah. or some other something like that. You don't have to own a car, <laughs> right? That's mass good. transportation was such a strong message in Walt's original Epcot pitch, so I think that's a, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a good a good thing to have in there. Yeah. Well, so then that's that's a good question. Is this are these Tesla cars or is this that? Is this a mass transportation thing? Uh, yeah, it could be. And then the ending could be like, hey, if you're hesitant to mass transportation, well, you've been on mass transportation for the last five minutes. You know, <laughs> sure. and it worked out just fine. <laughs> How about this? Yeah. How about we make it a party bus in L.A.? And uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, that joke never gets old. Uh... <laughs> I think we've all made it over the course of this show. And we'll um, continue to make it because that's what you yeah. come to expect from theme park this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the other possibility, too, would be that you start off as separate cars and then during that section you join up with other cars and become a mass transportation okay, kind of yeah. concept. Maybe we keep the, uh, the the test track loop, but by that point you're all on some sort of like light rail train that goes around yeah. really fast. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That would be pretty cool like a silent but like extremely fast mm-hmm. like bullet train concept oh so wait we're redoing epcot can we redo the monorail it yeah. has have that as a light a light rail oh yeah. sure sure i feel like that's because I, I i think the the concept was oh the monorail how futuristic and now we're like okay that's charming let's <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, I think a light rail could be uh, really cool with that. Yeah. Light God, why don't we have that here in America? Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a lot of things we don't have that we should. It's true. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's those one dudes. What are those guys about? The thank you for smoking people. Oh, the cokes? No, well, yeah, I mean, yes, uh, but uh, Ultimately, yeah. uh, you know, like the 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 people who are like buying off politicians and stuff like that. Um, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Um, I'm forgetting the word. Yeah, it is somebody's screaming. Lobbyists. It's not a vocabulary podcast, okay, folks. Yeah. What'd you say? Lobbyist. It's not a vocabulary. Lobbyist. Yes. Lobbyist. Yeah. Lobbyist. Yeah. Lobbyist. Anyway, rich people paying for lobbyists. Um. Can we have an anti-lobbyist uh, section of this party? <laughs> we could stick that in Communicore East, actually, which would Ooh. be coming up next if we if we want to talk about those two real Perfect. quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Communicore East, Communicore West was really... I'm having trouble remembering which was which, but there was one that was kind of like you'd go in and there'd be like, uh, they had the Astuter computer and Smart One robot, and they would kind of show you like these weird uh, kind of uh, like touchscreen computers and things like that. Just, hey, here's what technology could be like. And then I think the other one was just shops and restaurants maybe. <laughs> so um, I'm thinking that it would be very cool to have a rotating uh, kiosk type thing in here, which uh, corporations could actually rent out the space and actually pay for it and show some technology, but it would have to be something that would have to be applicable to people's lives. So you've got Apple maybe coming in and showing like, well, here's how we meant for the smartwatch to be used to, for biometrics and stuff like that. Um, but maybe have a mandate on it that it has to be technology that is going to be constructive and would actually help people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be Communicore East and Communicore West will just keep restaurants and stuff, I guess. <laughs> Shops. You can buy t-shirts in there. Where's Club Cool going? Club Cool would be in Communicore West. So we got we got to put that back up. Well, I guess, no, actually, it's going to be now, at the time of this recording, it's going to be a Communicore East. Hmm. Um, so it switched sides. <laughs> uh, all right. So if we move on next, it's one that uh, is, this is going to be a doozy. Uh, the Journey into Imagination Pavilion. Yep. Drain to imagination is perfect. So just throw that yep. in there. Like, uh, <laughs> I kind of agree that if uh, so, the reason Journey to Imagination is such a piece of shit these days is because the giant turntable in it that uh, was part of the ride broke, and it would have been so expensive to fix it, they'd have to completely tear it down and rebuild it. The Kodak didn't want to pay to help out, and it's now it's just this like just kind of wet fart of a ride or whatever. So we but glued a toilet you... to the ceiling, and then we called <laughs> yeah. it a day. <laughs> <laughs> but if we if we really retrofitted it with modern stuff and but kept that original story the dream finder and figment and what it's like to have dreams and kind of follow those through and that it's okay to have a overactive imagination i say keep it sure no objections (laughs) i mean i i would say modernize it but yeah Yeah, we should we should modernize it that's what we're here for totally Um, oh let's see I'd love to have the um, the imagine uh, the image works upstairs uh, just be taken over by a group like Meow Wolf or something. And oh, just kind of have a rotating... yeah, Kyle, that might be the best idea. idea you've had on this show. Like... Hey, I love taking something <laughs> that exists and say Meow Wolf and just stick it in somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I I I think that you know you can keep it the same, but I think you can add like extra depth to the ride by. Um, you know, having projection mapping involved in mm-hmm. in things, I think, I think you could play around more with the concept of imagination with projection mapping. Um, 
and uh, uh, versus putting a toilet on the ceiling. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, I think that there's a, a lot more that you could do with it. Man, I can't wait for them to get rid of this ride. Um, I, I feel like it's coming. I feel like it's like right around the corner. They're going to announce that it's going away. Um, and that it's going to be replaced with like another version that doesn't feature a character from a ride. He's from another, he's from honey. I shrunk the audience, right? Oh yeah. Uh, no, no, not dream finder. Um, crap. Oh, his name? Uh, Eric yeah. Idle. Uh, Eric yeah. Idle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that's that's was like his first appearance as that character. I think, right? Yeah, or was uh, he in? It was Honey, Honey I, I Shrunk the Kid. It was Honey I Shrunk the Audience first, and then they put him in the Imagination. Okay. But he was never in like Honey I Blew Up the Kid. No, or... no. Okay, so. great. Doctor Nigel Channing. He's the chairman of the Imagination Institute. Why did it take us so long to remember that? <laughs> Why is there an Imagination Institute? That's so stupid. Um... <laughs> Because we gotta have that flubber tie in. No, you know? I like I like oh right. I like mm-hmm. uh I like Dreamfinder. I, I think that that's mm-hmm. um, Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's better. Uh yeah. I, 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 I yeah, I I think I think making it a little bit more magical and leaning into the sort of like magic and majesty of imagination, um, it definitely scratches that Muppet baby's itch that I, I had <laughs> when I was a kid. And it made me, you know, it's probably the reason why I like rarely needed toys to play with. Like usually I just played imagination with my friends. Like that's yeah, what we did. It's um, a powerful thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. So like, I, you know, I think that that's, I think that's, that's, that's the best use of this for mm-hmm. sure. Some right. imagination pavilion, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i think we just uh I, th- I i think we just we upgrade the the um technology of the show scenes um and and that's kind of it i think we kind of keep the the style of ride the same the mm-hmm. omnimover style because mm-hmm. i don't know because you want it to be kid friendly right because this is this should be a ride yes. for children so yeah. um yeah i think i think an omnimover with like extra um extra accoutrement to the uh to the fresh technology on the show scenes yeah well i hope people understand the amount of restraint it took not to just make this a muppet babies attraction so oh yeah yeah um all right <laughs> great love so, <laughs> let's move on to the next one the land uh which is an interesting one. So on opening day, it was just uh, living with the land, I believe, uh, that was in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Which do you guys re- remember that one at all? Like living with the land? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's still around, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is. It's like one of the only like opening day attractions that's still around. Still hardly still changed at all. I actually yeah. love this ride. I, I ride it every time I'm there. It's a very nice, relaxing ride, and mm-hmm. it's got a nice soundtrack to it and everything. Everything yeah. smells um, nice because all the all the food being mm-hmm. grown, and that's yeah. It's it's boring, but I love it. <laughs> it's it's I, delightful. I, I I think that you could keep it the same tone, but add more robots, and I think it would be. I think you could improve it in that way, like exactly the same. I mean, like it's a boat ride, but you just add more pirate or pirates. Pirates, pirates. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, but no, just like add more animatronics, you know, yeah. um, animatronic farmers, you know, whatever. Uh, a lot of, a lot of more agricultural uh, show scenes. Mm-hmm. The pirates can help attack uh, 
guess uh, guess that uh, are trying to steal cucumbers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> perfect. Um, I think it'd be cool in here if we tackled or if the ride the attraction tackled uh kind of factory farming and the idea that it might actually be better for the environment if we reduced our the amount of red meat that we eat and like that's a good idea yeah. itself. uh it'd be i mean it could be sponsored by beyond meat and you could go in here and have all sorts of uh you know um uh, vegan dishes that they wouldn't tell you until you're finished you know that no, <laughs> i thought you were having a language. steak that was actually an eggplant <laughs> yeah oh man that's oh hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. I'm all I'm all for this. I love it. You could get beyond to sponsor a pavilion. Come on, mm-hmm. easily. Have you seen the stock price? Yeah. Epcot Epcot needs to try harder. Honestly, <laughs> that um, rotating restaurant needs to be all beyond. I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, uh, it would be awesome. Anyway, you mean you'd have idiots who are just like I'm not eating there. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, those, I, those, like, here's the thing: those idiots aren't eating there already like they don't want something that with fresh vegetables and that's it. true that's true you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> this is a stupid idea what if we gave them a discounted price on their next trip if they came in and at least tried something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at full price but the price would be so expensive it would offset the cost so uh, you kind of get them to be like all right i'm not gonna try that and here's a vegan meatball and they'll be like oh it tastes fine it's like okay i have Five percent off of your next trip. <laughs> Honestly, I I I kind of want to say like outside of World Showcase for obvious reasons because you know World Showcase needs to have like the culturally relevant food that it has. I feel like in the rest of the park outside of World Showcase, we everything should be green in terms of like you know we're not factory farming like meat for for any of it. And like even in World Showcase, everything is like um, you know organic. Mm-hmm. meat and like mm-hmm. you know um, ethically farming ethically stuff like that. Far- yeah. ethically farmed yeah yeah everything in this place should be ethical but i think meat should probably only be offered in um world showcase because i think the future of eating is probably sans meat most likely mm-hmm. for the betterment of the planet too many cow farts guys too many cow farts. <laughs> <laughs> it's ruining the planet all right, so uh, true. any other th- <laughs> any other thoughts on the land? Uh, is that the only thing that's in here? Uh, there's uh, well, there's, well, there's Soren. Oh, right, a kitchen it, cabaret is what. Was yeah, there's there. it's like a movie now, but I don't know what it is. It's, yeah, it's like I, the Lion King movie, but that that's been taken out now. That's I think so. Anymore. Yeah, and that Lion King movie was really it's I'm in, in into the environment it's, and everything, but it was a bit judgmental. There, it was you know? so weird because you go in there, you're like, oh man, I'm going to see Timon and Pumbaa, my favorite yeah. characters, and they're like, here's what you did to the planet. <laughs> yeah. like, oh no, your very, your very existence is a net negative on everybody's experience here. <laughs> yeah. You're Remember going to the bad Simba? place just because you were here. <laughs> Remember that time Simba almost died in the desert? In the desert, that's your fault. Yeah, uh, you're lucky we were there to save him. Um, oh. So yeah, I I'd say I say we just slap Soren in here also. So. Well, so so I don't I don't think so because I think it's I think it's stupid that Soren ex- is in living with the like in the land pavilion. I feel like Soren should be in World Showcase. It's it's so dumb that it's here. <laughs> I okay. think personally. So like I, 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 I would, unless it was like, well, see like even, yeah, no, I think it belongs in world showcase somewhere. I don't know where, but I think the it UN belongs. Pavilion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it needs mm-hmm. to be in world showcase, but okay. 
I That's still want to that one over there. Uh, so um, Kitchen Cabaret, though. I think Kitchen Cabaret is another opportunity to take that living with the land message, about, uh, and but make it kid-friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of robot foods screaming, don't eat me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that movie? Um, with the hot dogs? The Seth Rogen movie? Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Sausage Party? Yeah. <laughs> Sausage Party, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> um Yeah, and we could we could double we could double it up because we could we could do we can um uh do an analogy of like plant-based foods with uh plant-based plant-based foods to um uh, like regular meat or whatever to mm-hmm. like uh, uh, an analogy to like um, lab grown like uh, I don't know I haven't, they're like, there's like I guess I'm just thinking of lab grown meat I guess which also probably the future but maybe we can tackle that a little bit as well mm-hmm. um, oh yeah that's what they could be doing in the lab in the living with the land they're like making lab grown meat mm-hmm. yeah yeah Mm, that's cool. Lab- I want to see. <laughs> I want to see a tube where it's like a bunch of crickets being poured in one end, and like hot dogs coming out the other side too. You know? <laughs> yeah, Scott, I'm less excited about the lab-grown meat. I'm more excited about having someone in that lab at all times, so I can yeah. be like, "Hey, look." <laughs> yeah, that's good. Lab-grown meat. Um. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, there we okay. go. Uh, so our next one and our final one is going to be the Living Seas. So um, right. I believe when this opened, it was just I, I, I know I wrote it once, but I can't really remember too much about it because I think wasn't the ride decommissioned for a while before it was reopened as the the Seas with Nemo and Friends. Mm. I might be wrong, yeah. but um, I th- it's basically just you rode through a bunch of aquariums and then you got out and looked at the aquariums. I think is how right. the ride went. Yeah, it wasn't very fun. Um. Did they have the, uh, was it like the aquapods? Is that what it was called? Like the aquavator? So. Uh, was that uh, open oh, the on hydrolator. Day? Hydrolator, yes. Yes. Got to bring those back. Oh, so, so cool. Um, I have absolutely zero memory of living with the sea. The, the okay. only thing that I know about, about living with the sea, living with the sea? Living, the living seas. The living seas. <laughs> Whatever. Same difference. Uh, the, the living uh, land. About, about the living seas is the, um, the opening day special with, I want to say it was, it's the guy, the guy from, from Three's company. Yeah. John Ritter. Yeah. 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 Mm. John Ritter. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I remember is the John. I said, and you know what? I watched that whole special and I could not gun to my head. You were like, what is this? I was like, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what the ride is. I don't know what the attraction is. I just know that it's about the seas. It's about oceans. You know, so I, I keep, I, uh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Uh, so I keep thinking in my head, like every time I think about this podcast, I'm always like trying to figure out how do you do the, the submarines from Disneyland but make that so it's not an uncomfortable experience. Make it so that the line isn't prohibitively long, and it. But it is still actually going underwater, mm. and that's kind. Of, I think if we if we're gonna change up the living seas, that's how I, that's what I want. Okay, I have an idea. Okay, it is, it is a a tunnel, an omni mover that it, it it goes through a tunnel that is clear, a clear tunnel that goes underwater. So. 
you do go underwater, but the ride vehicles constantly move. Okay. So, and you're talking like 360 all the way above you too. There's like fish swimming over you as well, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. And maybe, maybe have those, maybe it's not just one aquarium you're going through the whole time, but you're going through several different aquariums that have different samples of of aquatic life. So like you've got one for like one different ocean or maybe one different sea level or something like that. Yeah. Um, That's good. Oh yeah. There's a spooky portion mm -hmm. where like bioluminescent fish. Yeah. Bioluminescent fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how good. you pressurize the water so that they can live in there, but it'd be really cool to see like an angler fish in its <laughs> natural environment. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, there's a, b- a big chance there to kind of show the biodiversity of the oceans as well. You know, you have like fish and the cephalopods living side by side. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you could have like a fake whale in there, which would be really cool to kind of give you an idea of what it actually would look like if you were close to it. Yeah, that's cool. Giant um, squid, of course. But yeah, I think I think Omnimover that just goes underwater. Um mm-hmm within a container within Mm -hmm. a tube i think i think that's probably the best way to do it because i agree i do want to go really underwater but like what's the difference between the submarine and like just like having a clear tunnel that you go through yeah i think the difference is when you're going underwater in a submarine you're actually seeing the water rise i think that's the big thing but i guess you can maybe put the uh have the track on a on a incline so you go down and right. th- then you see the water level as as you go past it. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um yeah. You could also do like I guess you could I guess you could like trackless dark ride it and like do like a like a drop in under underwater if you want to get oh. that that feeling oh. at the beginning of it. Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. They like drop you underwater. Um and then we could do the the race back up again, you know, at the uh-huh. at the end, yeah. <laughs> the decompression portion, yeah, right. <laughs> totally. Same good the bins, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that's that sounds great to me. Oh man, you could do a drop every time you go deeper underwater to oh. like different levels. Oh yeah, you like get to the end of that and you drop, and then it's like so it's like a series of tunnels, almost like a like a Donkey Kong board, you know? <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, that. but you start at the top and you keep dropping down to the next level, and at the end you you shoot all the way back up, which could be fun. Little mm-hmm. little thrill ride portions. Yeah, I like that. All right. Okay, and then any fish you see, you can go to the restaurant afterwards and eat too. So yeah, mm-hmm. just like it, just like it is now. <laughs> Even the bioluminescent ones. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that is our last pavilion here. Uh, any other thoughts? Anything else we want to put in while we're still here in Epcot? Yeah, are we missing? Is there is there an area of Epcot that isn't f- isn't featured that we would want to add in a modern context of of Epcot? Um, I'd say since it's always festival season at Epcot, what's one festival they don't already have that we could stick in there? <laughs> Ooh, that's oh, good. oh man! So they have- so right now we have the um, was it the, uh, the food and wa- uh, food and wine. Food and wine, flower and garden, and then there's the showcase of the arts or something like that. Yeah, it's oh, the yeah. arts. Yeah. Okay. So we need um, a fourth one to round it out there. So so arts is your. Let's see, arts. I guess you could do one that's like 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 future food. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like you know, really focused on on that in terms of like, you know, kind of what we're talking about with a lot of these other things yeah i mean you know i I think i think in general i think people just like aren't the problem with all of these like with like the tomorrowland and the 
they're not looking far enough into the future. Like you gotta go super far into the future. Like mm-hmm. you know, tomorrow over always comes. Yeah, when you're only thinking like two steps ahead, but like mm-hmm. you know, go like hardcore sci-fi utopia, and like we're never gonna reach that. Yeah. Um, and I and I and I feel like if you did that with food, um, I think that could be a fun festival. Uh, sure. It definitely be a a fun uh, thought experiment for like the chefs c- coming up with the um, the stuff for every booth. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I think yeah. they'd like that. Yeah, they come up with uh, they're coming up with similar items like what you have at uh, Galaxy's Edge. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, everything that's in the was it docking bay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. All, All right. right. Well, great. Well, that was a lot of fun. That was uh, it was definitely a challenge. It was a. It was yeah. a hard one to come up with some stuff for, but yeah. I, I like what we have here. So, All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our remaking Epcot episode. And thank you so much for listening to Theme Park This. Uh, it, if you could, visit uh, duelinggenre.com slash support where you can find all sorts of other bonus content uh, for Theme Park This. So, All right. Everybody have a great day. We will see you again soon. Bye. Bye.